People typically define violence as the use of force to cause harm. But Dr. Cashew takes a broader, slightly whimsical take on the term violence, and instead thinks of it as a force to influence change. In this regard, violence is the answer takes on a rather refreshing and practical tone. Have you put off committing to yourself because of what if this and yeah, but that? Violence is the answer. Feeling stuck? Violence is the answer. Want to make massive progress toward your goals now? Violence is the answer. Often, we can use a little bit of Dr. Cashy's violence. Uh, roll the intro. Hello. Hello. And welcome to... Coffee with Cashy. I am your host, Dr. Trevor Cashy, with my 7-Up flavored coffee substitute today. <laughs> this title is an interesting one, right? Dr. Cashy's violence is the answer. Defined. Defined. Okay. Violence is the answer. Violence is the answer. Violence is the answer. If you work with me, been to any of my events, listened to any of my group lectures, or seen me quip in the groups, you know this is one of Dr. Cashy's token phrases. Yet another Cashyism. You may also have gotten this from me as a quip of sorts, like you need more violence in your life. <laughs> uh, it's gotten me some weird looks and definitely offended responses. In fact, I even uh, whipped it out to the neighbors a few weeks back. <laughs> okay, I hope Joe is chuckling at that right now. Uh, uh, the benefits of adding a dash of Dr. Cashy's violence into your life, at the very least, is taking all that stuff, all that stuff you want, and all that stuff to get it, and smashing them closer together. All right? The intention-intervention gap, as it were. In other words, a dash of Dr. Cashy's violence closes the gap between what you want and the things to do it. All right? Granted, the phrase violence is the answer is widely known, and there is a big difference between how TKN uses it, right, how Dr. Cashy uses it, and, and the colloquialism, violence is the answer. Uh, violence is the answer in the colloquial sense is typically used in the context of pathological stubbornness, often at the expense of yourself, others, or both. Indeed, acting violent is typically used or viewed as using force intended to hurt, damage, or kill someone or something. In the context of what Dr. Cashy says and does, third person Dr. Cashy, there are definitely similarities here, and the context is key. So let's dive into that. In the colloquial definition of violence, there is an implicit understanding of the physicality, right? Noises, colors, collisions, odors, they can all be violent, right? They are literally sensical. Okay, they are violent, like senses, right? The physicality implicitly stated in violence is that of force. Specifically, it is the force intended to hurt, damage, or kill someone or something that makes it violent. Therefore, putting ghost peppers in food, day-glow sorority parties, trapping somebody under the covers and farting, kicking someone in the head, and blasting Nickelback are all acts of violence. Okay, using these examples, we show how force in the colloquial definition of violence is of the literal and physical sort. Oddly enough, we can go back to grade school here to define force as well, where F equals MA, 
or force equals mass times acceleration. Therefore, if you are accelerating a physical thing with mass, you are by default generating force. If that force is intended to hurt, damage, or kill something, then you're being violent. Hmm, okay? The spicier the ghost pepper, the brighter the day glow, the smellier the fart, the harder somebody kicks, and the louder the nickelback, the more violent it is. <laughs> because all those things are definitely intended to hurt, damage, or kill someone or something, okay? Greater mass or greater acceleration generates greater force, and the more likely you'll hurt, damage, or kill, right? It is from this proof that we can rationalize that listening to Nickelback at a Dayglow car wash event catered by Buffalo Wild Wings is a blatant act of unadulterated violence. <sighs> okay, moving on to Dr. Cashy's definition of violence is the answer, or VITA for short, which I like. In Dr. Cashy's operationalization of violence, it supplants hurt, damage, or kill with influence of change. Okay, and maintain, still maintains the usage of force, but that force is cognitive. In other words, brain force. Okay, brain force to influence a change. Hey, Dr. Cashy's violence is the answer defined, okay? Physical force, again, is defined as mass times acceleration. Dr. Cashy's brain force is defined as focus times interventions times persistence, okay? So, focus times interventions times persistence equals brain force. If you add that brain force with influence to change, then you have Dr. Cashy's violence. Hell yeah, my favorite, okay? Focus is how defined your problem is. Interventions are the methods, tactics, and tools to solve that problem. And persistence is the length of continuous effort. Continuous effort, okay? The more defined your problem, the greater the brain force you can generate. The more effective the methods, tactics, and tools you have, the greater the brain force you can generate. The longer your continued effort working around, uh, working around sabotage and interruptions, the greater the brain force you can generate. Translated, the greater the brain force you can generate, the greater the influence you have over change. Okay? Brain force plus influence is violence. Dr. Cashy's violence, all right? Therefore, Dr. Cashy's violence is operationalized as using brain force to influence change. Okay, brain force plus influence equals Dr. Cashy's violence. I'll say it over and over because it's very important. In many cases, that change is you, right? To Dr. Cashy, that is, that is what I learn, how I share it, and who I share it with. To the whole TKN team, it means helping clients close the intervention gap. To Mrs. Cashy, it means making sure we all reach our potential. Reaching your goals and solving your problems is a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week, 365-day-a-year endeavor. And many people cringe at this, I think, possibly finding it a little too extreme. If you, if you stop trying to reach your goals, if you stop working on your problems, they're still there when you resume. They're still there. They're always there. And often when people put their goals and their problems aside, the result is that they are pushed even further from their goals and their problems get worse. Anything less than a commitment is a not commitment. <laughs> Therefore, if you find this extreme, I say, yes, I agree. Given the terms, it's all around 24, seven, 365. It, it's all, it's all like there, you think there's a choice there? It's around whether you pay attention to it or pay attention to something else, okay? For that reason, Dr. Cashy posits that violence is the answer. You may find yourself or other people hedging their commitments, you know, adding qualifiers like ifs and buts and whens and tries. I'm willing to work if I know it will work. I do want it, but what if I fail? 
I'm so busy, I'll do it when I find the time. When I find the time, if I know it will work, but if I fail, at least I can say I tried. <laughs> this is why interventions and programs with low commitment are so popular. It allows you to tell yourself that you tried, but also gives you permission to be okay with failing. It scratches all the itches except for the itch that actually needs scratching, and that's an itch only a dash of Dr. Cashy's violence can scratch. <laughs> and Dr. Cashy resolves to get your brain involved, and well, he is not sorry. For real though, how much time have you invested combined in things that were purported to work fast? Going back to our definition of brain force, we see that although it does have a high focus, a defined problem, they have low persistence and low intervention scores. Algebraically, we've proven the brain force is too low to create lasting change, people. Dr. Cash's violence is a violence of using the brain force to influence change. You might need more of Dr. Cash's violence in your life. <laughs> so next time you think of getting, th next time you think, okay, of something you've been trying to get or a problem you're trying to solve, and you've simultaneously been confused or put off by what you perceive as extreme viewpoints and behaviors, either from me, my vocal team, or my vocal clients, then remember how off-putting it is to continuously try to get what you want and continuously try to solve your problem, but be continuously confused at the outcome. The things you want and the problems you have, they persist whether you're trying to pay attention or trying to ignore them. They persist regardless, okay? In this little rant, I've hoped and I've given you an idea of, of how and why Dr. Cashy thinks violence is the answer, how it's different from the way it's normally used, and why Dr. Cashy's version of violence is pivotal to solving problems and getting what you want. Being too passive, or in so many words, not violent enough, is a paradoxical phenomenon. To put it confusingly, if a person's violence about being nonviolent is it's going to create problems that need more violence to solve. Dr. Cashy's violence is far from what you get and far closer to what you become. If you think using brain force to influence change is something that would help somebody you know, then make sure to tag somebody here and tell them violence is the answer. And I'd be more than happy to explain it to them, right? <laughs> I love you all. You guys are awesome. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Cashy? Head over to iTunes to subscribe rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Cashy is out! <laughs>